everyone. Welcome. It's Monday, August 12th edition of Living Life. You know, everybody loves summer, especially elementary students, junior high students, and high school students. Why? Because right after school and your season is over of school, you have this thing called summer break. So my son is in summer break right now. He's loving life because he has lots of time to do what? Of course, to go swimming, of course, to play with his friends, but most importantly, play games. Now, I let him play games, but I don't want him to spend all day playing games. If I don't say anything, my son will play games, I'm telling you, 24-7. That's how kids are. So I made sure that every day that he reads a chapter of a book and also a chapter of the Bible. So he is doing that right now. And every morning as I drive him to his daycare, I keep him accountable. Benji. Did you read a chapter of the Bible? What did it say? What was a chapter that you read? And he has to tell me every day. If I don't give him that accountability, guess what? He will not do it. In today's passage, there was also a very specific accountability that God wanted to give Israel. Let's take a look at that passage today. Leviticus chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. He said, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When anyone among you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. You are to lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering and it will be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. You are to slaughter the young bull before the Lord and then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and splash it against the sides of the altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting. You are to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat, on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering is a burnt offering from the flock, from either the sheep or the goats, you are to offer a male without defect. You are to slaughter it at the north side of the altar before the Lord, and Aaron's sons, the priests, shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. You are to cut it into pieces, and the priest shall arrange them, including the head and the fat. 
on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to bring all of them and burn them on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, you are to offer a dove or a young pigeon. The priest shall bring it to the altar, wring off the head, and burn it on the altar. Its blood shall be drained out on the side of the altar. He is to remove the crop and the feathers and throw them down east of the altar where the ashes are. He shall tear it open by the wings, not dividing it completely, and then the priest shall burn it on the wood that is burning on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Today uh, we're tackling Leviticus chapter 1 and just to give you a quick context we're seeing Israel in the desert Moses is leading the people out they're wandering in the desert for many many years now as you wander sometimes you just feel like man where am I what am I doing I think sometimes even you come to question even yourself who am I there's all these questions of identity because you're just wandering, it almost seems aimlessly. And right about this time, God does something very, very interesting. At this time in Israel history, God says, I'm going to build a place called a tabernacle. He's going to build a place where Israelites can come together in a space a, 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 sit, a planned space where people can come together and they could start actually witnessing the presence of God. I think that was the number one thing God wanted, a specific place where they can feel God's presence. They could connect with God to sing to God and also give your offering to God. I mean, this is a time when you encounter God. This is why it is also very important, folks. I think a lot of people today in modern times, they feel like Sunday services is an option. No, it's not an option. God has designated a place for you weekly. He has designated a place for you to come to experience His presence. And God, He keeps His promises. He shows up. This is a place. Church is not just a, a place where you go because you have to. It's a place where presence of God is there and where He has committed a time between you and Him, the church and Him, for you to go and worship, to pray, to meet with Him, and also to give your physical offerings. And right now in this context, there is an offering called a sin offering. It's a, it's a sacrificial offering where you give a certain live animal up to God. You give it to the priest and you give it up to the Lord for the forgiveness of your sins. So this is one of the reasons also why there is a, a place that God has designated is so that you can come and actually repent Think about the things that you have wrong. You know what? I just want to stop right here to give you a, a, some practical insight. If we do not have this time and space to think about our sins, do you actually think about it? No, you, you, you kind of 
sometimes think real quickly about it, don't you? Like even myself, when there's a certain conviction that I have in my heart or the Holy Spirit tells me or He wants to deal with something, I hear it. But sometimes it's so easy to escape that, correct? Well, the Lord has given us a place where weekly, okay, and, and in this case in the tabernacle, where people can continue to come to give their sin offerings to remind themselves that we are a holy people designated to God. We are a holy people who are given to God where we have to align ourselves with the ways of God, not the ways of this world, not our own ways, but it's a place where we are reminded of our lifestyle, how we ought to live. And so that's exactly what God is doing here. He's giving us a time and a space where we can think about our sins and actually go towards sanctification. This is really important. This is very, very important. And I believe that we ourselves we should be very mindful of that. But, you know, I want to give you a couple of details before I close. The first thing that I want to highlight is what kind of a sacrifice is this? It's a sacrifice of animals. Now, could you imagine a person bringing this animal to the Lord and it's just being slaughtered by the priest and you see all this blood and it also says that you have to skin it and then you burn it. I mean, it's just an ugly sight, right? You know what? Let me tell you something. Um, sometimes we downplay sin. We really downplay it. Sin is a very ugly thing and God wants to remind us of that. I think oftentimes when we go to worship, we just want to have the good feelings. But, you know, the Lord says in the midst of meeting Him, we also have to deal with our sin. The Lord wants to sanctify us. Amen? He wants to remind us of our sins. He wants to make sure that we confess, that we repent, and we align ourselves with the Lord and be forgiven. This is a procedure, a process that the Lord wants to take us through every week at church, every time we meet. Not only that, the person is to bring the best, a male without defect, the scripture says. What is that? Male was the most expensive animal. And without defect, the more perfect it is, the more expensive. The Lord wants us to know that there is a cost there is a cost for forgiveness. You know, we see the very greatest cost of our ultimate forgiveness and that, that is shown in Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for that. As we remind ourselves of the ultimate sacrifice, let us, with thanksgiving, come before the Lord and continue to be sanctified in Him. So in closing, I want to give you a quick application. You know, sanctification, forgiveness, this all takes place often in space and time, a designated space and time, as we have seen that with the tabernacle. For myself, I repent a lot during worship. So very important that you dedicate yourself to Sunday worship, brothers and sisters. And in that moment, make sure that you are going through a process of sanctification. Not only that, one of the greatest moments of my sanctification was actually in my weekly small group meetings. 
in my weekly small group meetings, we have decided amongst us to really confess our sins to one another, as the Bible has said. And it take, might take some time, but after a certain point, we get to confess these things and we get to help one another, pray for one another so that we can be people who are in the will of God space and time. I want to really encourage you guys to do that and try to devote yourself, dedicate yourself to those space and time for your sanctification. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you're a God who continues to align us with your will. We pray for our brothers and sisters who are here today that you would allow them to devote themselves to a space and time, whether that is Sunday uh, worship, whether that is through their small group or one-on-one -on -one with somebody. I pray, Lord God, that you would be in our midst, that we would be continuously, Lord God, in a place where we could be sanctified by you and forgiven by you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sing your song, let your heart go and stepping in closer. See you.